Patriots, assemble! We don't mess around. We don't waste time. Over here at his hard line. Let's go! from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Greetings and good day to all you ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior Christ Jesus at our sign, because he is the host with the most and the most high. He is in charge. He is in the captain's chair. He's at the helm and he's behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his heart line. Today is Monday, September 24th, 2023, and you are listening to episode 609, part A, and we'll be doing a reading out of Job chapter 8, and there will be a part B after this. I want to clarify that I am not a pastor, a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or lawyer. I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. I do not have any political degree or had any involvement with any unconstitutional three-letter corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI. And while I am a member of the Michigan General General Assembly and advocate for your participation in your local General General Assemblies, I am not the official face, voice, or for the National State or County Assembly. I also want to emphasize that I do not have any affiliation with other groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly, such as the American States Assembly, National Liberty, Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA, Tactical Civics, or any other organizations outside the Michigan model. I've never participated in any fraudulent status correcting associated with ABR, Bobby Lawrence, David Strait and Company, and furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence. I'm not a party to any cult or Freemasons, and I'm certainly not one of those reprobative miscreants who are actively trying to implode the General General Assemblies. Please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this platform are solely my own unless otherwise referenced. So there you go. All right, let's get right into the reading. Job chapter 8. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered and said, How long will you speak these things and the words of your mouth be like a strong wind? Does God subvert judgment or does the Almighty pervert justice? If your sons have sinned against him, he has cast them away for their transgressions. If you would earnestly seek God and make your supplication to the Almighty, if you were pure and upright, surely now he would awake for you and prosper your rightful dwelling place. Though your beginning was small, yet 
your latter end would increase abundantly for inquire please of the former age and consider the things discovered by their fathers for we were born yesterday and know nothing because our days on earth are a shadow will they not teach you and tell you and utter words from their heart can the papyrus grow up without a marsh can the reeds flourish without water while it is yet green and not cut down, it withers before any other plant. So are the paths of all who forgot God and the hope of the hypocrite shall perish, whose confidence shall be cut off and whose trust is a spider's web. He leans on his house, but it does not stand. He holds it fast, but it does not endure. He grows green in the sun and his branches spread out in his garden. His roots wrap around the rock heap and look for a place in the stones. If he is destroyed from his place, then it will deny him, saying, I have not seen you. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out of the earth others will grow. Behold, God will not cast away the blameless, nor will he uphold the evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughing and your lips with rejoicing. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame and the dwelling place of the wicked will come to nothing. And that right there is the reading of Job chapter 8. Okay, so in this book of Job, we find ourselves in the midst of a very profound conversation that's taking place between Job and his friends. And in the heart of this discourse lies a message that resonates through the ages. Now, we're going to dig into the wisdom and the spiritual insights that's woven within these verses. Now, Bildad, one of Job's friends, opens the dialogue with words of both uh, admonition and advice. And he possesses questions, or he poses questions, I should say, that, that probe the nature of God's judgment and God's justice, and he likens Job's words to a strong wind, perhaps reflecting the turmoil that Job has expressed, for he has suffered greatly. Now, Bildad questions whether God subverts judgment or perverts justice, now implicitly suggesting that Job's suffering is a result of some transgression. Now, he encourages Job, as we all should encourage ourselves, to earnestly seek God, right? To supplicate to the Almighty. Bildad seems to imply that if Job were pure and upright, God would awake for him, granting prosperity and restoring his rightful dwelling place. And there's an element of truth here as seeking God and striving for righteousness can lead to spiritual awakening and blessings. Now, Bildad speaks of a cyclical nature of life. He refers to how one's beginnings might be small, but the latter end can increase abundantly. It's a reminder of the ebbs and flows of our earthly existence, right? Where, where our trials can be followed by triumphs. And he urges Job to consider the wisdom of the past and the knowledge passed down through the ages. Yet he also emphasizes the ephemeral nature of human life, describing it as a fleeting shadow. See, he asked Job to learn from the generations that came before, for they can offer 
very valuable insight. Now, the imagery of the papyrus and the reeds here uh, that we read about without water conveys the idea that these plants are like these plants. One cannot thrive without spiritual nourishment. Just as a plant withers when cut down, those who forget God, they may find themselves and their hope perishing as well. Now, Bildad describes the fate of the hypocrite, right? Whose confidence is as fragile as a spider's web. They may lean on their house, but it won't stand. Yeah, they might hold it fast, but it won't endure in the long run. See, it's a stark reminder for all of us of the impermanence of the worldly attachments and the importance of building our trust on a firm foundation on God. But there is hope. Bildad speaks of the joy that comes from God's way. He promises that God will not cast away the blameless. He assures us that God's justice will prevail and the wicked will ultimately find their dwelling place coming to nothing. Now, in conclusion, my friends, this passage it challenges us to reflect on the nature of our trust, right? The importance of seeking God and the impermanence of earthly things in the face of trials and suffering. And we can find solace and restoration by placing our trust in the unwavering justice of God. As we navigate the ebb and flow of life, we need to all remember that our faith can bring us joy. It can bring us laughter. Uh, ultimately, it can bring us you know, ultimate redemption. And trusting in God is the unshakable rock on which we build our lives, for it alone endures when all else fades away, right? So that, my friends, is the reading of Job chapter 8. And like I said, I am proceeding forward in a different way here. Um, like I said in a previous show yesterday, that I will not, um, it's, I, I will continue doing live shows. They just won't be as frequent. Um, I'm trying to get a little bit more of my time back because, um, again, just trying to make sure that I create an equal balance, trying to make sure I find a happy medium with everything. And this would allow me, by doing these recording drops, would allow me to kind of do these kind of right immediately after work, right? And yes, I know there's a certain benefit and there's a certain, um, there's a certain, I guess that's the best way I could put it. There's a certain benefit to having a live show at a consistent time every day, right? But um, with all that I have going on, and I do have lots going on, a lot of things I need to take care of. And sometimes that would kind of fade into, you know, the podcast time, the things that I have to get done, right? And then at the same time, um, I need to make sure that I create a happy medium, uh, of making sure that I prioritize my family because I want to make sure that I don't miss my daughter's bedtime. I want to be able to read her bedtime stories. That's what I did last night before I did some of these recording drops because her bedtime is roughly right around, well, when I start this podcast. And, you know, the whole purpose of me being on a day shift for work is so I can be there for um, bedtime for my daughter, right? This is one of the reasons why I choose not to work nights. See, Honestly, if I had my choice between day shift and night shift, I'd much rather work a night shift because I can work and make a whole lot more money um, at night um, while driving on roads that aren't filled with as many people as you would see during the day. See, during the day, it's a different nature. It's a different animal. 
I I, I run across many delays, more traffic, um, just more chaos because that's when the majority of the world is up, right? And that's when the majority of the world is functioning. Whereas nighttime, I can operate when the majority of the world is sleeping, right? At least my part of the world anyway. And so, you know, the whole purpose of why I picked the day shift is so I could be home in the evenings to, you know, spend time in the evening with my wife and my daughter. And yes, we do do that. But, you know, I'm missing a very vital part of her life, which is bedtime and doing stories, right? And, and saying bedtime prayers. And that's very important to me. And I know if I know this crowd well enough, I know that you would all understand. I know you would all understand. Um, like I said, I still will be doing lives, especially on my days off. I'll be doing those in the morning because I know a lot of you like coming on and, and listening in the morning. And I, I think once in a while I'll have one, you know, here and there during the evening, you know, time permitting. And of course, I would put out a a, a well-advanced notice on Telegram um, of when I'm, I would be actually going on live, right? Instead of doing just a recording drop. So I just wanted to just let you all know that I do appreciate your patience. And again, this is not, as you all know, this show continuously evolves and always has a little bit structure changing, you know, change ups. So just know that obviously this won't be a forever thing. This will probably change and it'll probably go back to another format where everything is all blended together again. You know, it just depends, right? You know how I roll, guys. I can't leave the format the same all the time. It's just, that's not how I roll. I always have to do something different after a while because while yes, I am a creature of habit. I also can't stand to do the same things over and over and over and over and over and over again, as if I lived a groundhog's day type of life, right? Where every day I wake up, it's the same thing day in and day out. I just, I can't do that. So I always have to switch things up a little bit. Okay. Just to kind of keep it fresh, keep it spicy, so on and so forth. But anyways, um, just, I'm just, again, wanted to provide you guys a little bit of context there. So, uh, with that, let's kind of end in prayer right there. And I will come right back with another recording drop. It'll be, uh, episode 609 B. All right. And I got a little drop there that I'm going to put, but, uh, let's get into our prayer first. So heavenly father, we just want to say thank you so very much, uh, for this time that you bring, uh, you know, to you know, bring us together. And <clears throat> sometimes we're met with time constraints and sometimes it leads many of us when we feel a calling to do something, you know, oftentimes we feel like time works against us. And it seems like the only logical and easiest answer is pretty much to just drop the things that don't seem like it matters. Right. And just drop it all together. But we know that's not the answer. We need to rework the problem. We need to learn to find different solutions while achieving the same goals. Because as life has taught us, there's always, there's always things that's going to come about and bring change in our life. And so there's always things that are always going to, you know, kind of throw monkey wrenches in our pathway, if you will, right? And it's because of you, God, and the Holy Spirit working within us that help us find these solutions, even if they're temporary solutions until we get to more of a permanent solution. It's through these temporary solutions that you help us forge a way forward. So we thank you for those moments. We thank you for another day of life and good health. We thank you for the His Hardline family and thank you for the understanding 
uh, from the His Hard Lion family for these temporary change-ups for right now, um, while I tend to more pressing business um, as needed. And you know what's going on, Father. I just ask that you continuously guide us and protect us as we forge forward to fight for all of your people and fight for the righteous path forward for this nation and for this world going forward. And we pray all of these wonderful things in your holy son's name, Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So with that, I hope you all have an outstanding night, an outstanding day, and we will see you on the other side for part B. God bless, ladies and gentlemen.